0: Let's check out your headlines for today. And we start with the wildfires as they continue to cause chaos within Canada's borders and beyond. Alberta is imposing some new evacuation orders. Manitoba is bracing for heavy lightning-generating thunderstorms and high wildfire risks and poor air quality remain in most of the country. While the number of fires burning across the country fell slightly yesterday, that's the good news, uh, the bad news is forecasts suggest smoke warnings will remain in place in several provinces into the weekend. Air pollution from wildfires remained well above healthy levels for much of southern and northern Ontario yesterday and several communities in B.C. and Alberta. Forecasters expect moderately bad air quality today and tomorrow throughout most of the province. In northern Ontario, East Algoma OPP say they have charged a fifth person this week with using a campfire during a northern Ontario fire ban due to the extreme forest fire hazard and growing number of blazes. The Ministry of Natural Resources and Forestry declared most of the northeast region a restricted fire zone on June the 1st that makes open air burning illegal. We could learn more today about Donald Trump's indictment on charges of mishandling classified documents at his Florida estate. The former president announced the federal charges last night on social media. The U.S. Justice Department has yet to publicly confirm the indictment, and any charges were not publicly filed. However, NBC News has confirmed that Trump has been indicted on seven charges. This makes Trump the first former president to face federal criminal charges. NBC News reports Trump has received a summons to appear in a U.S. district court on Tuesday. But the revelation sets the stage for a sensational trial centered on the claims that Trump willfully and illegally hoarded sensitive national security information. From political fireworks to actual fireworks, the debate over whether fireworks should be banned in London will return next week at London City Hall. A city committee is expected to call a public participation meeting to discuss the issue. A city report lays out two options. Allow backyard displays on three days, Canada Day, Victoria Day, and Diwali, and sales for fireworks in the five days leading up to the holiday, or a total ban on the sale and use of fireworks for backyard displays. A survey done by the city last year found 41% supported a complete ban on fireworks, 50% were against the idea, while 8.5% were not sure. If it happens, the public participation meeting would be held in August. Now, London's Pride Festival says it's looking into the possibility of receiving some federal money set aside for Pride organizations. The federal government has earmarked $1.5 million to boost security measures at Pride parades and other events this summer. The extra funding comes after a documented rise in hate crimes targeting LGBTQ 2 people. Nikita Miller, the vice president of the Pride London Festival, told 980 CFPL, while the money is being looked into, they have always considered the safety of attendees. London's Pride Festival is scheduled run from July 13th to the 23rd this year. And a University of Ottawa student will set a record in Canada when she participates in a convocation ceremony on Saturday. And Fia Grace Patricia Dennis is set to become the youngest Canadian to graduate, graduate university at the age of 12. She has earned a bachelor's degree in biomedical sciences, a program she started when she was just nine years old. Her mom says she first realized her daughter was special when she was just two and a half years old. Checking out the price of gas, it'll cost you more to fill up at the pumps this morning. Gas prices rose by three cents overnight with most stations charging a dollar sixty two point nine for a liter of regular this morning diesel held steady after it dropped earlier this week while well, premium also went up by three cents. Cheaper gas can be found at the Costcos this morning where they are charging a dollar forty eight point nine for a liter of regular in sports. The Florida Panthers beat the vegas golden knights three two in overtime to pick up their first ever win in a Stanley Cup final. Nights to lead the series two games to one. Game four will be tomorrow night in Florida. The Toronto Blue Jays won their third straight game, 3-2 over the Houston Astros. Jose Barrios went six innings to get the win for the Jays. Toronto will start a series against Minnesota tonight. You can hear that game on 980 CFPL starting at 7 o'clock. Listable native Corey Connors is tied for the lead after the first round of the Canadian Open. He's in a four-way tie for first at 5-under after the first round. In the CFL, the BC Lions beat the Calgary Stampeders 25-15 in the season opener. Dominique Rimes caught two touchdown passes for the Lions. And in the NBA, Game 4 of the NBA Finals will be tonight in Miami. The Denver Nuggets lead the series two games to one. Game time is at 8.30. Checking out what happened on this day in history. In 68 A.D., Roman Emperor Nero died at the age of 31. He's often accused of fiddling while Rome burned, although historians do generally believe that he did, in fact, try to control the fire that destroyed much of the city in 64 A.D. In 1793, the importation of slaves into Upper Canada was prohibited. In 1846, a fire ravaged St. John's, Newfoundland, leaving 12,000 people homeless in 1866 a 20-year-old Irish soldier won the only Victoria Cross awarded for an act of valour on Canadian soil private Timothy O'Hay saved 800 German immigrants locked in converted box cars on a train stopped in Danville Quebec all by himself he put out a fire in another box car filled with ammunition Before it exploded. In 1902, the Automat Restaurant, the first restaurant with food vending machines, opened in Philadelphia. In 1934, the first successful test of FM radio was conducted by Edwin Howard Armstrong in Alpine, New Jersey. In 1947, wartime control and rationing of all dairy products in Canada ended. In 1959, one of Canada's most sensational criminal cases began when 12-year-old Lynn Harper was murdered near the southwestern Ontario community of Clinton. 14-year-old Stephen Truscott was convicted and served 10 years in prison. In 2007, the Ontario Court of Appeal unanimously overturned that conviction, declaring the case a miscarriage. Of justice, in 1968, the first national televised debate of Canadian political leaders was held. It featured Pierre Trudeau, Robert Stanfield, Tommy Douglas, and Riel Coet. In 1991, Mount Pinatubo, located in the Philippines and dormant for six centuries, exploded in a tower of ash and smoke. The eruption forced the evacuation of 20 villages within a 20-kilometer radius. In 2007, the Supreme Court of Canada ruled the right to collective bargaining in the workplaces protected by the Charter of Rights, striking down controversial B.C. legislation that had contracted a work axing thousands of jobs. In 2018, Justify led all the way to winning the 150th running of the Belmont Stakes, becoming the 13th Triple Crown Champion. And on this day in 2020, George Floyd was taken to his family's burial site in Houston after more than 500 mourners packed at church for his funeral. His death at the hands of the police in Minneapolis spanned worldwide reckoning over racial injustice. Happy birthday to John, who turns 67 today, and Brenda, who turns 58. You share a birthday with Dick Vital, who turns 84. Green Party leader Elizabeth May is 69. Author Patricia Cornwell is 67. Steve Pakin turns 63. Michael J. Fox is 62 today. Johnny Depp is 60. And Natalie Portman turns 42. If you'd like to celebrate a birthday, anniversary, or a milestone, Send me an email at devon at 980cfpl.ca.